The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the twelve, A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell it in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. I want to extend a warm welcome to all of our visitors today, and if you would kindly share your contact information with us on those yellow forms that are located in your worship folders or even sign our guest register in the back. It makes us feel so good to see that get all filled up. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. I don't think it's a mystery that many of us have struggled with or have ongoing struggles with our sense of self-worth. We wrangle with the idea of value. We, we, what makes us valuable? We ask ourselves, to whom are we valued? And the underlying sentiment, of course, stems from what is really a primal question. Who or what cares about us, about me? We wrestle with this question, both personally, I think, and and even more broadly as people, who or what cares? What is it that values me, gives me value, helps me to sense my worth? So today, let's tease out what is vital to our faith as well as our experience of life and living, that we recognize it is God who cares about you and me, and all that there is, and, and in caring, God is the one who establishes yours and my value in this life. Sarah and I, and Sarah is here with me, finally, after six months, thank God. 
You got a round of applause there, Sarah. We just completed, as I said, a six-month-long transition from living in Charlotte to where we are now here with you. Thank you kindly for your patience over these, uh, these months through this process. Just one more swift journey back on Thursday to close on the house, and we're done. Amen. Amen. I mention that because, as you know, selling a house can be fraught with all sorts of challenges. I see some nods in the affirmative, right? We've all been there. We've done it. This was ours. We put our townhome on the market for a certain asking price, right? And took into account the upgrades that we made and the comps that we looked at in the area, the guidance from our realtor who believed that we were asking a reasonable price given the market in that area at this time. Well, consequently, we had a buyer make an offer on the purchase of our house at that asking price. Yay! All going well, right? However, an appraiser from their lending company came in and appraised the value of the house at $10,000 less than what we were asking and what they were willing to pay. The appraiser devalued what everyone else considered the house to be worth. Grr. How often do we face devaluation of various kinds throughout our life. We devalue ourselves, we, we think less of others, or we let others devalue our sense of worth. The consequences are as simple as when I used to compliment my grandmother, and she simply could not accept a compliment. You look pretty today, Grandma. Oh, in this old rag? Or, I love your hair the way it's done. Oh, this mop on top. I love the way you play the piano. Oh, well, I'm not really all that, she would say. But the idea of worth and value can lead to much more insidious situations that we encounter regularly as one of the many isms that we contend with in our world today, the challenge of racism ageism, sexism, and the list goes on and on. Jesus addresses his followers with often misunderstood comments about discipleship. What Jesus is pointing out here are the results of not understanding where our value comes from. If we seek to find our self-worth based on our family relationships, where assured to be disappointed. If we are looking to quantify our value based on what we know or what we say, be ready to face the consequences either way, Jesus teaches. Jesus informs us that faith, that truth, rather, faith in him and in his representation of God and God's ways is consistent with each individual euphemistically taking up one's cross and following him. Now what does that look like for you? Taking up that cross and following Jesus. Siding with Jesus and proclaiming what he teaches by our words and our actions will essentially malign us against all other ways in which otherwise we seek to find our value 
that is, our worth as human beings. Yet, while that may sound dire and awful, it opens followers of Jesus up to what is otherwise a world often overlooked, one of beauty, one of truth. Here's what that looks like in a nutshell. So do not be afraid, Jesus says. You are of more value than many sparrows. We really do tend to be afraid, don't we? When we find that our self-worth or our sense of, of value is often devalued in so many ways throughout our lives, either by ourselves or by others, or circumstances or systems, we tend to be functional frady cats. You remember that phrase? That's not where God desires us to be, my friends. Functionally afraid, we will never find value in our lives or to our lives for, for simply being all the more valuable than a flock of sparrows, which God deeply values as a part of God's glorious creation. God wants more for you, and God gives more to you. Yours and my self-worth is valued by our baptismal faith that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly, the, the epitome of being and feeling worthless. The Apostle Paul writes, Therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. We too might walk in newness of life. Repeat that phrase with me. We too might walk in newness of life. You see, we live in the knowledge that we are deeply beloved. In other words, valued. Christ Jesus, though he died for each one of us and our shame, our sin, was so valued, God resurrected Jesus from the dead. Amen? That as we are baptized into Christ Jesus, we are now, get this, a living resurrection. You and I are a living resurrection in contrast to all of the ways in which we ourselves and the world around us may try to devalue us every day. Friends, God loves you dearly and finds meaningful value in you in just the way you are right now, right here, and into the future eternity which awaits us as we believe. The next time you feel devalued or not worth an extra thought, listen, as I talked about with our, our youngest members, to the beautiful songs of the bird or the screech of an osprey, or the coo of the morning dove, or the cackle of the crow, and know beyond the shadow of a doubt that even more than these, God cares about you and for you and assures you of that truth that you are God's child. 
in Jesus Christ crucified, risen, and resurrected, you are worth everything to God. And in you, God places eternal value. May the value God places on you, me, on each of us, in Christ's name, change the world in which you live. One circumstance at a time. Thanks be to God. Amen.